What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Classic Quest Podcast. This is the show where we talk about hip-hop projects, track-by-track, track, giving our thoughts and opinions on every single song. The album we're talking about today, Onyx's Onyx versus Everybody, which came out in 2022. That's right. In this era, this beautiful era of hip-hop, people like Onyx are releasing albums like Onyx versus Everybody, which lets us come do album reviews for said projects. But it's also a reminder that Everybody you listen to growing up still in the game. Y'all should go look up your heroes and go support them fiscally. Um, anyway, my name is Holden Stefanrai. My name is Chris Crown. And I am your lady friend, Bonnie. And yeah, today we're going to talk about the Onyx versus Everybody project. Um, on that note, we like to start off our reviews contextualizing <clears throat> our familiarity with the artist and uh, why we chose to work recover it cover the project i'm like dead i've been going out on saturdays and these sunday mornings are getting harder uh on that note chris tell us a little bit about why what your familiarity with onyx coming into this um i know the name i've heard people reference sticky fingers i've heard like him i guess pop up in certain conversations and shit but i've never myself went down and like looked at any of their stuff really before <laughs> um so i don't really know what to expect i never really i went in with i went into this project just kind of blindfolded a little bit so and take that with bonnie um i feel like like when I started listening to it, I, I was like, I feel like I've listened to these guys before. And I definitely feel like I've heard Sticky Fingers before. Um, I couldn't place it. I tried looking and see like if we'd covered him or them or somehow he'd come up before, but I couldn't figure it out. But um, <clears throat> his sound was definitely familiar to me. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Mm. I do know who Onyx is. Because they like come up a lot in the course of hip hop history. Plus, yeah. <clears throat> Slam is really good, and I really like the fact that they have like that whole mosh pit energy to their music. So when there's a mosh pit energy, I've always you know just kind of fucked with it. <laughs> that was pretty basically said. Um, yeah. Uh, with that being said, I have never listened to an Onyx project in full before. I'm pretty sure Sticky Fingers wrote a musical, though. I think it's called A Day in the Life or some shit like that. And I meant to watch cool. that and never got around to it. But I was so impressed that, like, dude wrote an entire, like, fucking movie that was rapped. And I might be wrong, but that stuck out to me. Otherwise, I had a very good idea of what the sound was going to be and that I was going to fuck with it. Um, and mostly, I just, you know, 100 Mad came through and, like, put out this project. And it's, like, Onyx doing this, like, indie run, which is really cool. Like they're really this is their shit so i thought it would be nice to check it out um i know the homie gonna be working with them vincent price got a little something coming down with them in the future so we thought oh. we'd come through and be like yo let's check out the project um and then i saw how short it was after i agreed to do it in my soul but once i told yeah, like my three, soul we three were doing songs or under a minute i was like too bad we're doing this project stills but with that being said uh i'm really excited to go through it with y'all is a vibe but what do y'all think about the cover and the title um for me like i mean 
like the title, it's pretty straightforward, you know, Onyx versus everybody. They're, it's, you know, them against the world, you know, kind of Tupac-y, I guess. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just them like showing off that they're still here, that they still bring it and that that's what it is. And for like the cover, um, you know, it is same sort of thing. It's sort of like a side shot of like their faces and they're sort of like mean mugging a bit. And so like, I assume that they're supposed to be like, like at like a rap battle or something. And they're ready to prove that they are like the winners and that they're the best rappers and that they're tough and that they are going to bring it. And, um, it's like, you know, very red. There's a lot of red involved. So I thought, you know, maybe perhaps to like indicate like the blood and the pain that they're about to afflict on their opponent or something like that. So that's kind of what I took away from it. I thought it was uh, an all right cover and title. Um, <clears throat> I feel like the title does kind of give this statement that we're not like you guys. We are completely different. We're harder. We're better. We're, you know, faster, stronger, all that. Um, the, the cover punk. just kind of feels like whatever, like it's cool. It has some sort of like vibe to it. I think the only thing that stands out to me is the fact that like one of them kind of looks like kind of like enjoying what's going on or a little bit kind of stunned, but just the other one, like the one in the front just looks like dead ass ready to kill ready I'm for like sure sticky fingers in the front and Fredro stars <clears throat> in the back, but I might be wrong. Fair enough. Uh, but like, it doesn't really do much for me. Uh, it, it's nice. Whatever. <laughs> really? <laughs> like I just, well said. Like, this is a, I'm not interested. I look at that sad face. It's not happy. <clears throat> it's not, it's like a, it's not even just sad. It's like a. It's angry. Un, unimpressed, you know, like mm. it's like. Mm. And it's unimpressed with Chris's opinion. Onyx Fast. versus Chris is the next album coming. There we it's go. Onyx versus Chris Chrome. Um, exactly. But yeah, they look like they gonna they'll fuck you up. That's what they look like to me. Like they look hard. I'm sure they're like lovely people to be around though, because like I never heard anybody who met them say that they're not lovely people. But you know, like I also feel like they could fuck me up. That's what I'm stuck with looking at this cover. I like mm -hmm. the use of red and black. It's a great color combination. So it attracts my eye. It makes me um, more excited to see it. Uh, like I'm not gonna lie, just the way the red X kind of lines up with the covering and shit and then their like hundred mad shit has the red involved in that too i really like the synergy of the coloring and the branding um title's cool it reminds me of detroit versus everybody only this time it's onyx versus everybody plus the people they featured who are on team onyx so it makes me picture like a team of onyx in their collective squad versus anybody that's against them and then in my mind, I, I picture a superhero battle happening with Onyx leading the charge against, like, some giant monster thing. Anyway, it's been one of those days. Um, you know, uh, sorry, I got a Facebook call because for some reason people call group chats and it's the dumbest shit ever. Uh, anyway, sorry about that, everybody. But, yeah, let's move into the project. The first one is called Onyx vs. Everybody. You've just figured out that see, the bond is the same is red. Like when you look at, huh, so yeah, when you look at this hundred mad over here, the red, and you compare it against the cover red, it's the same red. I think that's really cool. 
So what do y'all think about Onyx vs. Everybody? As an introductory little snippety poo comes through. Um, I liked it. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. I liked it. Um, I think it does, after a few listens, I think it does have this effect of like bringing you into what we're going to be getting for the project. At first, I was a little bit like, eh, this is kind of just, eh. But then just the way that like, in the background of the beat, I was like, like on my fourth listen or something. Uh, in the background of the beat, it kind of sounds like uh, every day, every day, every day, and it's like every like you know Onyx versus everybody, mm. kind of telling you like every day we're against you guys, we're the best, we're always here. And I think it does kind of pull you out of your reality and brings them into theirs. Um, it had this like kind of chant to it. The like determination and like the, the confidence in his voice was really cool. I like the, the voice did stand out. Um, it, it was it was dope. It was dope. It's like a four on five. Complete Keep... what? Why am I getting a call? You're hearing my fucking yeah. audio. Oh my bad. Uh, it stood out. It was really good. It's it's short. It it's a nice little intro. Does the job, and I think it does have <clears> that <throat> emphasis of separating them from everyone else. So I gave it a four on five. Yeah. Um, I mean, for it being 46 seconds, um, you know, it's, it's, it has a good beat. Um, you know, it just, all it says is Onyx versus everybody. That's the only line it's repeated. Um, but it's tough. And like, you can like feel like his like energy and, um, yeah, it like brings something. So it, I, I think it is a good start. It's short and sweet and it definitely conveys a message. Um, so it's good. Like, would I listen to it regularly? No, but it's good. And like, as like an album, like, you know, as it being like part of the album whole, um, I think it makes sense. So I give it a 4.2. I really like this little introduction. I know it's super short and whatnot, but you could like really loop that and just play it for like five minutes straight and it's still kind of lit because it's, it's like a... It's like they found the perfectest little groove here to repeat in this beat. I guess Fredro Starr did, according to the credits. Shout out Fredro Starr's excellent production work here. But it just feels like this like steady, constant vibe. like Almost like an oasis groove in its composition. And it just loops and you just kind of get sucked into it. And, it. and it just doesn't need anything more than that Onyx versus everybody. Kind of like break it up and give you like the main point. So you're just left with that like resonating while you're vibing and flowing to this pretty great sound and if you like picture it in a live show you're almost like you know the fucking curtains or whatever going down they're like hopping up on the stage coming through and this just is playing just you know it's, it's a whole like energy like you can almost see the environment it's meant to be in it's more on that gritty shit but you could also kind of bounce to it in your car like it, it's a pretty versatile little fucking minute that they did with this track um also djs could loop the shit out of it so like it's pretty cool mm. Mm. um i really really enjoyed it i think it starts stuff off proper i mean there's not that much to talk about it it conveys this aggressive energy it gets you pumped up it definitely feels more like fight music than mm. not but i like that i'm ready to go fucking jump around burn off some fucking energy and smash into other people in the crowd Let's fucking mm. go is what I'm left with. And it's like a 4.5. Anyway, it's going down. Yeah. 100 mad. 
All right, Chris, how do you feel about it's going down? Yo, so like this song comes in and right away, I'm already just kind of feeling that high energy, that aggressiveness. And I like it. I like the, the, the old style boom bappy type beats, but with the like the dark kind of piano rift in the background, uh, the heavy drums was really cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, <clears throat> and I think it does kind of set off a good uh, like take of who they are, where they're from and what they do. I kind of got this essence of like, they're basically savages. They're just going to take what they want. Like when Frito Star is like, you see the watch, take it. You Fredro. see the chain, take it's it. Fredro. Fredro. My, my bad. My bad. Fredro Star. Uh, just kind of being like, yo, we really out here in the streets. We really do what we got to do. Uh, what what stood out to me was Sticky Fingers. Just the, the intense screaming at me. And like, just the like, <laughs> like. You keep robbing your fucking chain. You fucking lame. And it's just like, I felt like he was just like, kind of telling you how it is and and i like that type of energy of how like he's just keeping it real so that was cool um but like i also how like how he's he, he kind of addresses his flow uh now the flow is impeccable um after he kind of was like using his his, his like different tones and, and changing his voice like that that was cool too and the and the the, the way he was like also shifting with uh with his flow the way he was kind of like saying some shit that was nice uh but like i felt it was just kind of straightforward it's going down shit's about to happen this is who we are we really kind of like street people and we really do what we talk about and yeah so i left it like a four i left it at a 4.5 on five yeah um i i i agree with chris um there's definitely like some like tough sounding verses it's like fun and like and hard at the same time and like they seem like pretty genuine like what they're saying like you know they're not playing they're here to like bring it um i like that there's gunshot sounds and like gun sounds here already so that's great um you know they have impeccable flow that's kind of like what they're saying it's what they're doing they're proving it um it's a tough song and it's enjoyable like it's like I don't know. It's fun. It's like horrorcore mixed with like toughness mixed with like old school hip hop, but like it's all kind of brought together. Um, I like how uh, Sticky Finger makes his words kind of sound like a, a tiger's roar. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. Like they're like killer wild animals. Like they're just like instinctual kind of like this is how it is. Like mm. they can't even stop themselves. It's just like who they are. It's in their blood. Um, so I thought it was like a fun and tough song. So I liked it. I gave this a 4.5 on five as well. Yeah. I feel like 90% of what I love about this is the delivery and it's really just smack you in the face. Toughness. It's like, there's this harshness to it. Like where the believability factor is high. I really do believe if I, if I fuck around I'm going I'm going to get some bad problems, you know. I should not walk into their area yeah. flexing all kinds of wealth and making myself a target and acting with a sense of hubris, you know. And mm -hmm. it just has that like classic if you fuck with me or you don't act proper, we will correct the situation energy with a the high sense like I said of precision actually that's the thing i like about their flow is it's so precise mm. like you listen to the pocket of it and 
they don't have to do tricky rappy blah blah shit they can just drop every line with the perfect fucking intensity just let it linger for a second with that pause like everything just had a pause after like hey it was going down it's going down it's going brazy and like you're just left to like like every single line is not full of like ad libs and shit it's almost like from a musicality perspective taking it in a super different direction than i think we're covered with it's so much more sparse than like a lot of the the more pop side they, they let their words really like leave an impact i think and it, because of the delivery they really do leave an impact because like i mean what am i supposed to really break down and you keep robbed for your fucking chain you fucking lame thing is fucking playing not nah, we bang bang we still with the same game i mean what the fuck am I gonna say about that part? It's the delivery. It's the all of it. Like they're coming in with a very straightforward, very in-your-face bluntness. Like it doesn't actually require any kind of interpretation, which is mm. in a sense really refreshing for me. Because mm. sometimes you'd be listening to some Griselda shit, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm certain that all of these sports and fashion bars and street talk that you be spitting." actually makes intricate sense on multiple layers but such as inner jokes in battle rap i don't understand what the fuck you're talking about so i just listen yep. to the flows and shit here it's like you get the precise flows and shit but i know exactly what the fuck he means because it's so fucking direct and i kind of find that a refreshing thing like i know there's a lot of adoration for like having fucking 47 double entendres in a row and shit but like I was watching a local <clears throat> performance recently and realized I don't get half the bars dude said because I don't care about sports. So they don't mean anything right. to me. And then I feel kind of dumb as a listener a lot of the time because, I mean, I get rap bars, but, like, if you don't get the cultural references, it's wild. You don't need that shit to listen to Onyx here. You're just getting blunt in your face. It, like, they're being, it's almost like these are instructions, bro. I don't want you to misinterpret it. And that energy I really fuck with because they're able to be so precise and powerful and like leave it in a sense like don't fuck around and get your throat cut being a nuisance that will only get you roped up. That's good solid advice. Don't be fucking annoying in the wrong environment because there are consequences. And then just yeah I did that shit motherfucker so what? What? Like like, the disregard he doesn't care what you think. And that's very easy to understand, and I appreciate it. But I'm also not going to get bored of that. Like, people act like you're going to get bored of that. Nah, be anytime I need to feel like that. Yeah, I did that shit, motherfucker. So what? Like, you know, like, you can't help it. And I really think they tapped into that shit really well. Like, the brevity and simplicity of it. Like, it's impeccable writing and impeccable flow. He's not even wrong about that a little bit. This shit's like a 4.75. It really hits. And the beat's cool. Um, that's what I gotta say the, uh, about that. Sorry, go on, Chris. Just with no, nah, just with that um, that line being a nuisance that will only get you roped up. Like the way he says nuisance, it sounds like noose. Mm. Like just the way he says it. Like for a second, I or maybe it could be the way it's like a play on word, and then you kind of go back to the last. But I feel like there's certain ways that like Sticky Fingers and even uh, Fredro Star they say their words with like certain plays to them that also kind of leave you with a double entendre others there's i think it's on the second 
track guys there's there's another one but uh yeah no you you brought that up and i wanted to man i'm not saying they don't do it i'm saying that mm -hmm. like a lot of people like almost herald it like superior rating and i'm like i don't know b some of my favorite songs are the most blunt straight in your face no coding just right. this is what the fuck i mean and i stand right. by my words i'm right. like that's yeah. dope like if you really stand by your words it doesn't need a triple anyway mm. Shoot Wit is the next. All right, Bonnie, what do you think about Shoot Wit? Um, this one I think would be like super fun to see live. Um, just because you know they're like chanting and like you know they're like put the hand up that you shoot with. So like it's like a little bit like scary in like that sense. Um, but like that's like their reality and like that's kind of like what they're around and exposed to and you know kind of that's America, you know, everybody's allowed to have guns. And so, you know, that's what, that's the reality. Um, so like, it's tough, but they're also talking about like, you know, the real situation of like, you know, their peers dying and like people around them getting killed off and things like that. So like, and so it is, it's gangster, but it's also, you know, scary and like, you know, people are actually dying out here, but it, they make it fun in like, you know, mixing all of that together. Um, it's very New York. And, um, you know, obviously I think, you know, we all kind of love the line uh, locked in your phone blank. That's why they call it a cell. And I thought that that was like, like such like a smart bar, um, you know, because people are like attached to their phones. They're just like sucked in and like, it becomes sort of like, you know, a prison of your own making. And so I think that's kind of interesting. Um, and Sticky Fingers says like, you know, if you were on fire, he would like, you know, and if he had water, he would just drink the water and wouldn't put the fire <laughs> out. I thought that, that was, was so like funny. so hardcore. I thought it was like, just, you know, whatever. And like, totally like tough and like no fucks given. So it's a really fun and really tough song, um, but I like it. I thought it was really well done. I gave it a 4.75. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> just just to add on that fire part, right? Because the yeah. line is like, I don't hate, and, uh, and I don't hate you if that's what you're thinking, but if you were on fire and I had water, I'd drink it. And I feel like it kind of plays more to the, like, the survival nature of like, it's not because I hate you that I'm going to let you die. I got to think of myself first. Well, yeah, that's how I, I, I took it even like... more like a blatant disregard to you. It's like, listen, sir, mm. it's not even like I have an emotional response here. It's just like the level of effort required to He's save like so you. so indifferent. I'd rather drink the water. It's like that scene in The <laughs> Simpsons where like uh, Homer sets up the auto dialer to ask everybody for a dollar. And then when Mr. Burns gets it, he's like, mm, I'd be happier with the dollar. That's what I kind of picture. <clears throat> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the put your hands up, uh, put your hand up that you shoot with. I felt had this like kind of unison to it. Uh, I do agree with Bonnie. Like I'd want to see this live and just kind of for a moment, even though it is like a dark message and there is like bad things happening. We all kind of do, even though we're all different, like you might shoot with the right. I might shoot with the left. We're all still shooting. We're all kind of in the same shithole together. And that's how I kind of like took this in a sense, this like, for a moment let's not think of like any gang things let's not think of any territories it's just this is kind of what we're all in together um i like how it's addressed that like he's a threat to society because he's a certain type of person who can read and write which i thought was cool 
uh, just to speak on like how they get treated and like how people kind of view them and where they're from. So I like, Bro, I like New that. York City, like hoods got like 96 kids to a teacher in a class in the hood type shit. We had 28 yeah. kids to a teacher and called that full up in Montreal. There's like yeah. a, a serious level of like literacy things that people need to look into in regards to the education system. Because, yo, if you're from Canada, you're wildly privileged with the <clears throat> level of literacy in this country. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And then further down when he goes, fuck Balenciagas and dirty Billy Bottegas, the crib and whatever, whatever. Uh, pain ain't the villain. Ain't it the feeling to have penicillins. But when he says it, it's like pain in ceilings playing with your children and that was like also kind of what happened on the last song too where he like when he said nuisance it kind of sounded like noose and that was really cool how he's like playing with certain like the syllables and the word plays with this that's just stuff that did kind of stick out to me uh a master mathematics smashed on craftmatic the cra that whole thing was just really dope i really did appreciate the way he kind of came in slapping with that and just flowing on the beat like that um and then yeah, that was kind of really what stood out to me. I already spoke about the whole drink water line. I mean, this was pretty solid as well. I I did enjoy this. I thought this was a 4.5 on 5. Yeah, I really like this song too. I think it's fun how... Because, yo, it's like taking political messaging <clears throat> and social commentary and mixing it with a beat that is so fun that you yeah. really want to listen to the song. Because, yo, if you go back to that, a person who can read and write line... Like, yo, there's wildly people that don't want you to be literate because you're more susceptible to marketing tactics and other forms of manipulation. But if you're capable of reading and writing at like a high level of efficacy, then you're able to not only understand the bullshit, but now you can lead. You can leverage these tools to influence people with the same tools that, let's say, the nefarious actors and shit do. Thus, you become a threat to society via branding because... <clears throat> they will twist the ability of they will twist how you spit your messaging to your people and make it whatever they want because they can't control you and whatnot it's it's a wildly yeah. cool line and it's really empowering in a sense and then immediately after we all stress smoking weed at night like that's a social commentary on what's really happening to a lot of people mm. and then it kind of mm. flows on from there so it's not just like a level of vapidness to it it's got like a commentary thing happening just painting the world around it and how kind of vicious it can be um i really like the way sticky fingers does this shit too like fredro star does this calmer kind of like you know gets you in a flow but then sticky finger starts yelling at you but it's not just that it's the way he doubles his voice over and adds these creative effects to it in this track they did play more with ad-libs like when he goes i'm half done the gun went and he's like oh shit and like it just kind of cuts him off and it's like Adding that extra level of theatrics to the production makes it like a more fun experience and makes it more like the bars attach into a story rather than just being some shit that they're saying. But even that, like I didn't seen so much death in the last fucking year that I'm wondering who's next. Why evil still here? Like that's a pretty deeply oh, philosophical yeah. line where like you're just kind of left wondering and it doesn't again take this. It's a complex idea put really simply. And I think that's what they do really well is they take super complex ideas and they s spit them so easily 
that anybody can understand them, and I'm blown away by that. Meanwhile, their flows are fun and they're diverse, and they bounce off each other so well. This the hook is super infectious. The beat just makes you kind of want to move. And bro, he's saying shit like I come dressed up like UPS and have your whole family zip tied at your address. I'm just like, ah, wow. Like it's like a level of this that New York shit. It's harder than what you think you know. And I really appreciate it. I really. True. And then half the illest shit I can't even mention because of the statute of limitations. Like, it doesn't cover that shit. I'm like, oh, that's like some wild shit, you know? Because I don't think murder is covered in the statute of limitations. You can, like, rap about seven drugs pretty easy, but, like, certain things you can't. Anyway, overall, track's fucking wildly fun and talks about a lot. And it's really impressive to me because it is so direct. Anyway, yep. 4.75. Um, I guess we can move on to the next one, which is Real Evil. All right, Chris, how do you feel about Real Evil? You know, I think that why do we kill people that kill people to show we to show we shouldn't kill people? That was just hard. Like, like that whole like we want all of this to stop, but we're going to keep essentially promoting it to show you guys to not stop to stop or however the fuck it's it like it's pretty straightforward in such like a thought-provoking way which i really enjoyed the rest of this i was like this is hard this is dope i'm a little terrified um but like it does kind of go to prove more of the point that like y'all kind of want to hear this this is how i have to express to you the shit that goes on around me and in my life so that y'all can either one enjoy it and two stay away from it because like that's part of why we're doing this is to let you know like there needs to be a change we're trying to do better we don't really want this life um but yeah like that's that's kind of what i got from it i don't really have much to quote about the bars themselves they're fucking hard and uh yeah i just thought that it was a cool creative way to kind of just show you the messaging of what those two lines were that's how i really took this song awesome uh i gave this a 4.6 how do you feel bunny um yeah i mean i pretty much agree with that um you know it is kind of a more grimy evilly kind of like feeling um to like the beat and like to like how they're you know, spitting their words. Um, you know, I definitely like noticed like the why do we kill people that kill people to show that we shouldn't kill people. Like, yeah, why? Um, you know, it doesn't, it seems kind of like the opposite of what we should be doing. I don't know. Um, so like, I mean, I don't really have much more to say about this song. I think that's the most impactful um I think those are the most impactful lyrics um, on this song because it is quite short. It's only a minute 40. Um, so it does kind of give you something to think about. I think that's kind of like what's important um, on this one, you know, and that it like it is sort of like a weird sort of practice that that's what happens. So um, I gave it a four on five. This song is lit. I mean, not lit like you would usually use the word lit, but it got me feeling lit. Like, it's so dark. And I'm going to just read out Zamanel's comment on the beat because it's better than I could articulate it. Uh, there's a big simplicity to this beat. There's no melody, but it's dissonant, dark, twisted, and psychotic. 
and I feel that, especially after the second hook thing ends and he's just like sticky fingers is real evil. And they just leave the beat naked for a good four bars. Nothing, just that sound. And it's constant. Yep. And like I said, like the grooveness that Fredro brings to his beat, the ability to capture this like loop that is just so good that it doesn't really need a lot more. It's just the right little sequencing of sparseness put together to evoke the emotional response that you're looking for, which is, in a sense, this eerie horror feeling. Like, you're walking down this dark alleyway with chain fences and shit, and, like, it's creepy, and, like, somebody's going to rob you. But in this case, it's, well, these guys are going to rob you. Uh, But, like, from the philosophical point of view, I feel like, it's not just the why do we kill people that kill people to show we shouldn't kill people. It's like it then flips that shit because you picture like the way the authorities deal with it, the way it's almost like, you know, the whole death penalty is a wild conversation. Like it's a wild thought yeah. that like the government actually can just murder people because people murdered people. But then his follow up is I kill people. Sticky fingers is real evil. So think about that. In one context, it's noble. And then in another context, it's real evil. That's so fucking deep, right? It's it's like yep. if you really like think about that shit. But it's not as obvious maybe conceptually. But they're on some like societal commentary shit. Like, and I really appreciate it. And then instantly, it's like so don't piss me off, make me like the blicky off. The mm. only time and his flow here is like more upbeat, like fucking just kind of riding it and riding the beat in this really cool way. I like the idea that like the only time that he's soft is when a bitch can't get him off. Like that's a hilarious sentiment because like it's acknowledging that sometimes men are not fully erect all the time. Okay. <laughs> that's a real thing. Nobody talks about you hear rap. Everybody's like, a, maybe everybody just pops Viagra in hip hop. That's possible. Like, you can just get Viagra. But the way they act like they fuck, everybody's on Viagra all day except for Lil Wayne. Why? Um, anyway, I'm just exaggerating a bit, but it's kind of true. Uh, and then the way he just kind of, like, has this degree of disregard and, like, it's, like, this emotionlessness to the way he'll, like, kill you or rob you or break your shit down. It doesn't care. It just, again, like, a disparity like he's doing what he's got to do and this is just the world that he's in and i right. like the way that it gets framed as real evil by himself but it doesn't feel like he's actually evil it's just like relax this is how you see us so i'm real evil is more right. like the subtext and then i really like how fredro star kind of like i feel like he's on pcp <laughs> like it just feels like he's on a pcp trip like racing through the shit people just kind of uh influenced off of this entire environment and that's kind of what he's putting there so you have sticky fingers kind of like showing what the world thinks and then him contextualizing another side of how you get caught up into it meanwhile they like flexing ridiculous flow work here i think it's really cool for a short song i think it says a whole lot um i'm gonna give it a five on five it fucking slaps really hard and i really like short songs a lot these days it's all super punk rock punk rock was doing short songs back in the 80s y'all Anyway, let's move on to Project Gladiators. What do y'all think of Project Gladiators? This is like classic grimy hip-hop beats, like very like 90s sounding. I like that. Um, and it definitely like kind of gives me like a New York 
kind of vibe um, as well. Um, so they're just sort of talking about that, you know, they're cool guys and that's why everybody hates on them because they can't be cool like them, basically. Um, and like, I don't know, Sticky Fingers just has like the most unique voice. It's very like, nasally not like up in here uh i can't do it obviously but um like his voice is like pretty great um and terminology um is like they laugh at me for being a rapper but they ain't laughing now that he's made it and i'm like facts you know like you know spit that truth and you know like there's like a few lines in like this um like in this song that are like pretty like kind of stand out like the um like independent women don't need him to like buy diapers like you know they're taking care of their own but like also the fact that like they are independent women having to buy diapers and probably because they're the you know their baby daddy may be either involved in like gang type activities or in jail or dead or like one of like the usual reasons that we hear black men are taken away from their families, like things like that. So um, it's interesting that like, you know, he kind of brings that up um, and it's like, you know, she's taking care of herself and like, she's prepared for this life, basically like these like independent women, like they kind of know what to expect um, in this kind of crazy world. So um, I thought this was a good song. I think it was, uh, there's good messages in it. And I think that uh, it sounded cool. Um, yeah, I gave it a 4.35. I thought it was uh, good stuff. I kind of think it's like, like a commentary on how real they are and how like a lot of people think that they kind of do the shit they talk about, but this is like real, real. Um, just like from like the way he just goes, uh, federal stars like AO from the South side. We don't fuck with outsiders. I run with the Al Qaeda's and just the, and like the Tigers, the OBBCs, the Rikers. And he just kind of runs down this list of people that, you know, it just, it feels like there's more validation when he's saying it and not like he's trying to prove something, but more just like, I re- like, these are my friends. These are my homies. Like y'all talk about chilling with scammers and snipers and all this shit. But like, these are literally my dogs, like my guys. And there isn't like this braggadocious feel to it. Mm. It's more just that stern, like, 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 I don't need to be like, yo, my sniper's on the building or whatever. It's like, no, I just call them. Like, that's it. That, that's kind of how I got from this. Um, and <clears throat> the, the rest of it for me just flows nicely. I like why he's like, uh, usual, co- usual consistent haters while they confront us, criminal contemplate us. And so it's just kind of the back and forth, the way he did that. Uh, and at that part was cool. Uh, I really liked uh, how Sticky Fingers did do the Project Gladiators and kind of held the notes and just kind of gave you this like feel of like, wow, shit's really gritty and grimy there. Like shit's really fucking tough. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel so like, yeah, we out here. No, no, no. It's like, no, nah, we're just project gladiators. We're just fighting for our lives. We're just really been battling since day one. And I think it also plays on like the way they also spit their rhymes and how they're very like, per, like, like we were saying earlier, like precise and very intricate with how they want to say things. And they come in kind of feeling like they're swinging too. Like it doesn't just feel so vapid. It's just like, yo, we're really here to do this. So I did appreciate that um terminology was for me i kind of felt like terminology was maybe like a younger dude who was getting put on like he kind of like maybe signed to like onyx i don't know anything about the history or nothing at all uh but 
it kind of felt like he gave us a quick little story of who he is, what he's been through and where he's at now. We got who you're running with, who your friends are. We kind of understand your little bit of a background and what you were doing and then how like you kind of got into music and stuff. And then now people made fun of you and now you're like kind of really out here doing the thing. And, but it just had this like, it's like you're supposed to go through this and this is what life is about when you take this type of path. And, and it just felt like, like he was kind of happy to be able to spit his story and explain what he was going through. So that's so that was really cool as well. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. The beat was also pretty fire, fire too. 4.215. Yeah, we got to give another Zominel comment readout in this review. Also, twitch.tv slash behind that suit if you want to watch it live or you can hear the music people on YouTube. But, oh, dude, you got to look up terminology. He's not young, but he's probably a bit younger than Onyx. He's dope. Chris, listen to Watch How It Go Down by Terminology. Okay. That's why Chris need to Google first. Because <laughs> you know what I did, Chris? If you look at the screen, I pulled up the wiki page. Look, <laughs> I just, okay. just Googled, dude, to see what he started beforehand. Anyhow, uh, this song is fun. I love how Sticky Fingers can carry a song with two words on a hook. Like, because it really does carry it. Like, is what's going to get stuck in your head. And it really would work. The whole crowd would be turning up. Um, every song on this project works live, which I think shows something about how they understand where they're going with their music. Like, they know they can, like, just go fucking perform it, you know, like, and people are going to turn up to this shit. And you can, like, picture it. And it just feels different than, like, songs that are not meant for live and i like the fact that that seems to be what they care about it's almost like they want to interact with their audience based on the music they make which i don't know if that makes sense to y'all but it's a vibe i get from it another thing to point out is that as we go through this little experience it might not be the longest project but they certainly are versatile with the beat selection which are all produced by fredro star or from what i could tell and just the overall styling of flow like this one's a little more boppy, a little more coming through it with some a bit more flexing. It almost feels like more lyrically, like a little more on that front. Like they're they're trying to like flex a bit more with the flow um, while stating the kind of shit. I think Chris did a great summation of pointing down like my friends are not like your friends. And um, we really from this era, <clears throat> this like time, because like it does feel very classic. It does feel very New York. Even down to the fucking Ralph Lauren sweaters, you know, like it just feels yeah. like it's from an era. Um, and then terminology mm. comes through with his his version of that that vibe, you know. This time it's like all black and shit. We coming through with the Puerto Ricans and blacks, you know. And they they just kind of present the situation where you absolutely feel like you don't come from their life unless you do. Upon which you really relate to it, and I think it does an interesting. I think this whole project does an interesting job of contextualizing environments while giving you fucking banging shit. Um, I find the flows more upbeat and interesting in that regard because it breaks up some of the more heavy-hitting, pause-driven flows. And I like the beat, but I don't have as much to say about it. I just felt it was like more, it was enjoyable uh, and it was different than what we've been listening to. Overall, I guess I have less to say about this one, so I'm going to give it a 4.5. And then, yeah, we can move on to the next one, which is I Rap Like. All right, Chris, how do you feel about this one? Um, th Honestly, the only thing that really kind of stands out to me is the effects that were used on Sticky Fingers' verse. 
like I kind of felt myself being a little bit distracted while listening to this one. It like the, the beat was good. Like everything overall is just good. And like, I'm kind of just content with it. I'm not really like, Oh, into it. And I'm not really like, this is bad. Um, but I do like how a lot of the effects and like the different type of sounds and like the explosions and gunshots and just the way they kind of like mesh sticky fingers, voice with like the beat at times to kind of play emphasis with like the chaos that he's like kind of portraying in his verse was really cool. But I just also felt like it was straightforward. Like they rap, like they feel nobody can rap better than them. And then they just kind of proceed to give you what they think is the best shit ever and kind of just having that like edginess to it. So I was like, all right, like this, this was cool. Like not much left four on five. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like I didn't have like too much to say on this one either. Um, like I, I, I like the beat it's grimy. It's consistent with the other songs on the album. Um, it's hard. Uh, you know, he, you know, shouts out, um, well, I guess not really shouts out. He says, you know, rest in peace to prodigy. So like, you know, he's repping like his city and like the people that, you know, that he knew and things like that. And, um, you know, they're sort of saying, you know, it's called like, I rap like, like, and, um, you know, they're kind of saying like, they rap, like nobody can fuck with them. And, you know, that may be true. And that, you know, life is uh, tough and hard. And, um, you know, they'll stand up for their people and like what they stand for. And they don't really care about what anybody else thinks. So I like that. Um, it's good. I give it a 4.1 on five. I think this sounds way doper. I don't understand. This sounds so, so fucking lit to me. Um, I like the sample on the hook. It's it's proper. I took the can like there no no one out there can flock with me. Like it, I think in like a sense it could come off like it's about rapping. I mean like literally not be they they rapping with reckless disregard. Like you cannot fuck with them. As in they can say this shit because what the fuck are you gonna do about it? They will do the shit they say they say they will do. And so, like, there's this whole energy to it. Like, I roll up on the club with something to park quick. When we come through, people always talk shit. Ride through with the windows open. And your bitch, she's a widow now. Yeah, You know, like, it's pretty hard. And then he's like, I'm, mm. I'm coming. Just kind of this, this energy of blatant disregard of I got my gun. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, to deal with whatever situation in the club, whatever. Yo, and then to add to that i'll fucking love when he's like when you hear the beat you you fucking get your chain snatched like when you hear us coming through with the music that's what happens like you just get robbed listening to us type of beat that make you want to catch a body beat like you hear it is and you just gotta go commit a murder now and then the rest in peace to <clears throat> prodigy with that pause that was pretty nice um uh and then sticky fingers his verse is pretty lit too I ain't giving warning shots. My gun named Karen. That bitch come out calling the cops. That's hilarious. That's an amazing fucking lining. Like, because, you know, there's no warning shots. He pulls out the gun. He's going to deal with it. Karen, because Karen's called the cops. Anyway, I just think there's a whole energy to this track that is, again, blatant disregard. This harsh hating. The flows are more upbeat like the last one. It just kind of comes through. The beat is super sparse and just kind of the perfect groove to ride through that track and just give you this gritty energy like you're about to get robbed or commit some dart. And I think it really hits it like perfectly in the vibe of what it's trying to be. And it's a good 4.75. 
That's pretty dope, right? Because this came out in 2022 for all the people out there who just believe that good music doesn't get made anymore. Anyway, yeah, I do agree. back up off me with that haterade. All right, Bonnie, how do you feel about back up off me? Um, I mean, I have very little to say about it. It's only 46 seconds. Um, it's tough. It's grimy. Um, it's short. Um, I mean, it is kind of what it is. Like, he doesn't want people, like, you know, stepping up on him because, you know, shit may get out of hand if that happens. Um, and you may want to watch out on yourself if uh, you do try to come at them. Um, so that's kind of just kind of what I took away from this one, um, that, you know, they're tough and, uh, you know, you need to like back the fuck up. So I gave it a four on five. I really, um, like it. I mean, the length to me is cool. It's just like a little interlude piece here. Like, yo, let me show you my next man's hard. This beats mm-hmm. hard. We need it hard. And then he comes through and just delivers. Hard in the luck. Same- same sense of what we've been getting but his version and it just fits really well like instead of making this whole ass song they're just like eh you got that verse we got this beat why don't we just put this out like that and then it's just kind of like it just feels like a cool interlude where like in the middle of a theater piece somebody else comes out does a little number before you get back into like the next act or something and overall his bars is fire I really just enjoy it. I don't have a whole lot to comment on it. It wasn't like I was left with a whole lot of this shit gave me something to talk about. But his delivery is impeccable and his energy is really hard hitting. Um, I'm going to give this a 4.5. I think it fits this project really fucking great. And it's cool to see how they put somebody here that just flowed well. Rather than just being one of the homies who does not flow well. Which sometimes happens (laughs) in these moments. Sometimes, yeah. Anyway, let's raise... As in, like, burn it down. The crime rate. Think about raise the crime rate. Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, I didn't really quite, like, get what I, I, I didn't quite get what it was about. Like, the verses were solid. It kind of felt like the same type of energy and the same type of bars we were getting. Kind of, like, in your face. This is what we do. This is where we come from. But I, I don't know if this was more like a celebratory fact, like this music is raising the crime weight, like we're we're inspiring it. Or is it more like a commentary of like this shit's just getting worse and worse and worse all the time? Um, but I did enjoy it. Like I thought it was cool. The beat had this like different little vibe to it. The flows were like all different. What I did like is that nothing on this project sounds the same except for like the like the 90s S style. But like flow wise and like beat wise, nothing really sounds identical. So that's cool. Um, and I thought Ricky Ricky Bats did a good job. Um, like I thought he was it was cool and he stood up with the rest of them. So that was dope. But this kind of landed at like a three point eight for me. Like I just this is the part of the review where Chris is like, oh, I'm bored of the album. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so for me, uh, I guess, yeah, I mean, more of the same kind of like feeling vibe, uh, you know, as the rest of the album. So it's pretty consistent in that sense. Um, and I was, I was a little bit confused as to like what they were trying to 
like what their message was as well, Chris. So I'm like, I get that. Like, was it like, are they inciting the violence or are they just speaking of it? Like, is it changing? Like, I don't know. Um, like, is there griminess, like part of like what's contributing to like raising the crime rate? Mm. Um, you know, and I was thinking like, maybe because they're like so tough and like, you know, they're rapping about, you know, like the hood stuff and the gang stuff that it's sort of like encouraging the crimes, but it's also making people like, I don't know if it's encouraging it or if it's just like making people more aware of it and, you know, just saying that this exists um so like it's sort of like a weird song like if this is like accurate like I think I I don't know for me it was um or maybe it's just that like you know they're just like so good and like other rappers are like jealous of them so like it incites violence but I thought that one of the lines that Sticky Fingers says was um I need some new haters the old ones are starting to like me so it's like if people like hate them and then just like give them a chance, like maybe you're actually going to like get along. Like maybe they're like the opposite of like raising like the crime rate. Like everyone's actually going to get along if everybody just like listens to each other. Right. Um. So like there was sort of like, a, for me, like a mixed sort of message. Like I wasn't sure like if they were like trying to stop it or if they're trying to incite it. Like, so I don't know. Um. But it was tough and, you know, grimy and everything else as well. So I gave it a 4.1 on 5. So I like the fact that the title is Raise as in, like, like when you raise a town, like, it's not the same raise as in, like, Destroy elevate. Destroy it, yeah. <clears throat> so it's the opposite. I thought that's an interesting thing because I wonder that – so, like, the chorus is what, what, this is raising the crime rate. Now, like, there's an argument to be made that the kind of hip-hop – that they are producing is effectually raising the crime rate. But mm. it's a stupid argument that gets made because there's so much more evidence that when you let people leverage art to project all of their stuff, they actually have outlets and shit. So I believe what they're doing is creating, like Lindell said, a satirical piece where it's like, listen to our violence in our bars and then what what this is raising the crime rate in a sense like goofing on the commentary that said about them and then simultaneously pointing out with the title but it actually is the opposite like using the music you can really destroy the crime rate in a sense by giving people actual occupations where like yo if one person makes it that's a lot of jobs mm. you know it's a lot of people who get to eat off of that shit yeah. But meanwhile, like the I feel like the lyrics and the verses are really just trying to put together this idea that because of the violence, you end up being bonded via blood and creating these relationships and families and shit. So it's like mm -hmm. pointing out like, you know, what's really interesting is, yeah, we maybe do all this stuff, but it actually creates this social benefits and creates these environments where... I'm not trying to advocate it, but it almost like creates family, you know, and I feel like that's conveyed in multiple parts. Um, but like overall, I really, I really just enjoy like the vibe of it all. I like the way they come at it. I don't think it needs to do a whole lot more because like 
arguably that's what they've been doing the whole time and why would they change it up like this is still going to be lit in a live show it's still social commentary on the world around them it's still like yeah we're violent but there's this like idea that you know that there's more to it than what you might think when you just say some shit like this is raising the crime rate Ricky Bats actually comes with this really lit flow that I fucking really enjoyed. And I like the way he's doing shit, but like, but that's the way we walk in New York on the concrete jungle who want to rumble with the hottest MC. And the way he just did that shit and created like the compounded rhyming shit. I don't know what the right words is, but concrete and MC rhyme, right? But then within that jungle and rumble rhyme within those rhymes and that kind of shit's a little fun. I really just like the overall energy of the track. The beat's kind of ridiculous. The hook is real nice. And it's one of the more full-length songs we could call it. I give it a 4.5. It's a lit fucking experience. I thought it was... It was one of the ones that really stood out to me on a first listen. That, like, I was like, oh, that's a cool-ass song. Um, Anyway, let's move on to um, some alliteration with Brooklyn Bullshit. What do y'all think of this little Brooklyn Bullshit interlude? It's cool. Um, I like that it has like a, it's a really cool beat. Um, and they're just sort of like on that Brooklyn bullshit. And it feels like the beat is saying Brooklyn. So I think that that's kind of cool that they don't even have to like say it. It just feels like it's like in the music. Um, so yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. I gave it a 4.1 on five. Um, I like I, I thought about it and was like, okay, I like this in the sense of just how it plays through the project. I can feel like maybe at like a live show, this is part of like just giving everybody a moment, like a break or something. But okay, <clears throat> like it was just a three point eight. Like I was like, right, this isn't much for me. So I'm in the beats bumping. It's got like a good head boppy energy. Um, it's got a cool soundscape in it too, like like the chantiness to it, where you feel like you're almost part of a crowd listening to it. And then yeah, the sampley shit, Brooklyn, Brooklyn bullshit. We on it. It's just straightforward, but it feels anthemic. And let's be real, if they were saying Montreal bullshit, we on it, you'd be saying completely different shit, cause you'd be like, ah, that's my shit. Even with the sounds, because it would just hit different. But now, because none of it empathizes fair. But, like, I just think it's got a bop to it. It's a vibe. It's it's just, like, a little break in the middle of, like, the project. It serves its purpose. But, again, it feels like something that, like, DJs could be using. Or, like, you could loop it or you could take it. And it feels like it's it's not, it's not like, for the... Like, there's more of a thought into what DJs are going to do with it after on little interludes like this than I find a lot of people put into their considerations with it. So I think it's cool. I think it fits the project real well. It's like a 4.5 because it sounds dope to listen to. And when you're just playing through the album, it just comes, it goes, and it really it bridges the gap between uh, Raise the Crime Rate and Talk in New York. All right, how do y'all feel about this last one? I think um, I think it was a cool way to kind of like wrap everything up after we've gotten some like stories and 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 like experiences from what they've been through and kind of just how like the darker side of New York is and just kind of like how 
gritty and grimy certain things can get i like how they're kind of branching out and being like we're we're speaking for this for all the boroughs like we kind of all have something in common kind of that like unison again and we're all just under new york and this is just the life that breathes through new york uh there is violence there is entertainment there is music there is drugs there's all these certain things that just you got to do what you got to do in new york and it doesn't really matter what borough you're from is kind of just really how i took it it's like this nice appreciation in a sense for new york um and just having pride in where they're from and i i think it does kind of really just suit the project really well and I, I just left it with like a four on five. I think it was just a nice kind of ending overall. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's very, it's very true. Um, you know, it is basically, um, you know, they're talking about wrapping all of like the New York city, like areas and like, even like within like New York state, like he's kind of mentioned, mentioning a few places where, you know, he's maybe has friends or connections or things like that. And just kind of like maybe talking about like, like how things have like changed, but kind of stayed the same at the same time. Um, and how like there are now, you know, Bloods and Crips in New York. Well, and, like, it says Crips like fucking a crypt on Genius. Like mm, a fucking crypt. It doesn't say crypt. Right. They put Crips like like a Could fucking be. dead yeah, person yeah, yeah, yeah. in a crypt. Anyway, I just had yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I, anyway. Which is also kind of interesting too. It's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not like saying the person because, on Genius is correct. These, I'm just saying, but like it could be like a double entendre, like because of like you know all of the blood, there oh, are now these crypts because mm. people are dying um, in New York. So kind of it could be both, maybe. So I, I wasn't um, saying you were wrong. I, I heard crypts too, but then it said crypts there, and I don't know if they uploaded the lyrics, but yeah, that's accurate. Well, I mean, there's like a few like questioning areas where they didn't really seem sure, but anyways. That's so, and, you know, they mentioned that, like, you know, the New York police department still kind of sucks and isn't great. Um, and, you know, talking about, like, if people mess with them, that they'll get shot, that they are not, you know, scared to say these things because they have each other's backs. And this is how it is in New York and that people have to, like, support each other, you know, otherwise you're going to die. Like, that's just kind of what it is. And, you know, they talk um, about... Um, the hawk in New York, which I'm like, I don't know if it's accurate, but I've seen a hawk in New York City in Central Park. So that was my connection to that. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know if hawk means something else, but I just thought I saw the hawk in New York and I assumed that that's what he was talking about. Um, and like, just sort of like that real, like, you know, New York grimy life that this is their reality. And then just kind of like repping, like all of like the different like areas talking about Queensbridge, um, you know, mentions Wu-Tang, you know, wants to, uh, you know, shine light on all five boroughs, not just on like one or the other necessarily, but like that he has love or that they have love for like, you know, everywhere within New York. And it does feel like very New York-y classic hip hop. So I think that that's like really well done. It feels very accurate to like their lives and like what they represent. So I gave it a 4.6 on five. Yeah, I think it's got a cool vibe. Um, it just kind of comes through. And according to Lindell, this is a play on an older song they did, so that's dope too. I don't know that older song, but still, given that that may be a thing, worth mentioning. Um, but mm -hmm. it's just like letting y'all know what's up with New York City. And it's cool that they shut out Buffalo and the other places as well and make it kind of feel a bit more like a New York vibe. But 
Because it's talking New York, right? They don't now. If you're from New York City, apparently that does not include upstate, but maybe they they're being more inclusive than other New Yorkers might be. I thought the giving out Rico's line was interesting because I'm pretty sure they just did a Rico case and went after a bunch of like Bronx drill dudes and shit. Like I'm pretty sure that just happened. Um, and like you just kind of like get the same kind of vibe of what you've gotten from it but again it's just more this is what new york is and it's the vibe a bit i like the label the label plug when they're like 100 mad we don't talk in new york that's cool because it could be like we come in 100 deep but it's also like shutting out the label um i thought big twins flow was really great and i really like the line like so love to the hood never was an asshole people just stumped never seen a passport people love to take never really asked for it just want it free wouldn't pay half for it and i think it's like this mix of like not even having a passport going anywhere traveling you're just kind of in this environment and you can't you don't want to pay half so you just get it you just learn how to just get what you need you know and then I just enjoy, and then oh the, the legal weed line too that was fucking great big twin about to be legit pushing his bud till i'm too rich so like if i'm not mistaken with the way new york city legalized weed or new york state legalized weed if you do have a felony is the only, or you do have a prior related to weed is the only way you can get in the weed game now so it's super interesting that a lot of people are actually going to make some good money off that shit um overall i, I like the outro too like sticky fingers is like yeah i'm from everywhere but staten that's the wu-tang big up stim though but everybody else that's where i'm at and i I just really enjoyed the way it ended with that it felt like a great little outro celebration of where they're from walk basically like every other song on the album being hard and not making you not want to fuck with them but also being something that you could perform live and still give a good energy for so yeah that's all I gotta say about that one. What do you think about the the project in as a whole? Um, I thought it was good. I mean, I gave it a, a four point two seven on five, so it's an eighty five point four percent. I mean, it definitely I think represents them. It shows who they are, what they, you know, and this style of music that they like, and you know, kind of like maybe like back to like their roots. Like it definitely is like grimy tough new york kind of sound and i'm here for it i think that they did a really great job it's fun i love listening to sticky fingers he's like got such an entertaining voice um and uh yeah i thought the beats were good i mean all of it was uh enjoyable uh, I really do appreciate the flows. It was really cool kind of seeing how Onyx bounce around on different type of like just beats and stuff like that. So that was really awesome. Um, I mean, I have other preferences that I would go listen to. I'm not really into a lot of like the boom bappy stuff. So that's going to probably do that. Uh, but I left the project with like a four, like just overall, I think it's like a four on five. It's pretty solid. It, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. There's something here for like, I think a good chunk of people, maybe not everybody, but whatever. It's New York. So there's what it is. I feel like this project is really dope. Um, There's like, again, a lot of people who maybe want this sound because, I mean, there are according to the internet. They don't really, okay, those same people also don't like Googling to see if people make music still, but they claim they want this sound. And, 
I feel like in this era of independent musicking, pretty much anybody can kind of just make music at this point, and this just feels like a project they put together and gave you a taste of Onyx. Like it's Onyx versus everybody, and you get the this is who we are, this is what we do, this is the music we make. Here is the level of finesse that we come with, and they rap like guys who have been rapping for decades, and it shows yeah. in what they do. The production from Fredro Star is super sparse, super like like with all the drumlessness out there, like the drums hit, you know, like with all the the vibe that they're bringing to the table, it's like really authentic uh, it, to themselves. Like it feels like they're making the music that they want to make regardless of any trends or anything out there. So with all that, I felt it was really fun to listen to and it didn't really sound like what I've been listening to. So in a sense, this old ass nineties project sounded fresh as fuck. But what I mean is like the old ass nineties sound that they employed sounds fresh as fuck because they're not doing it like everybody else be doing it. And then they rap the way that they do and sticky fingers probably just by himself sounds different than most humans on earth. Um, but overall, I thought it was a really well-rounded, short, almost like sample of what 100 Mag comes with Onyx. And it's like, it feels like a build-up to something that's going to come later on that's going to be just harder and bigger and, and more interesting. But gives you a little taste to get your palate wet, ready to be. And it's digestible. Like, the whole thing is like 19 minutes. So, yes, I'm very aware of how long this review is versus the length of the project. But, yo, that's how it be sometimes. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I liked it a lot. I think it's like a good four point three five, four point four. Like it's a it's a really enjoyable experience. I think overall, like I don't know that I would go to my way to listen to this, but like I could listen to the whole project in full any time it came on without feeling like there's anything I'd want to skip or miss over. And it's a really cohesive, like it's really well made. And I think more people should big this shit up because, like, yo, the view counts are way small on this shit. And it's, like, wild how Onyx can drop this and, like, none of these old heads that bitch about shit in Facebook groups are plugging it, you know? Like, anyway. So on that note, uh, before I go on some rants about that shit, I just wanted to say I appreciate everybody who stuck with us and watched the whole review with us live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash behind that suit where we bump the music live and you can come be a part of the chat and all of that good stuff um, for those of you watching in other places. But you all appreciate it too. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Let us know what you think about it. definitely if you want to see us review particular albums you can but you got to go to patreon.com slash behind that suit that's a good way for you to get that to happen even if you're like anybody and pretty much any project it doesn't have to even be hip-hop we'll do some avant-garde shit if that's what you want (laughs) um but yeah um i don't know what else to say i'm fucking out of it today that's it thank y'all for watching everybody and live long and prosper everyone bye guys